serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Hallsville Lady Indian Softball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Hallsville Lady Indians pregame show on the exclusive home for Lady Indian softball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Hallsville Lady Indians. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Hallsville Lady Indian Softball is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hallsville Athletic Boosters, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Hallsville Lady Indian Softball on the Lady Indians Radio Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. It's time for the Mexico Hallsville Monroe City Triangular on this beautiful Saturday morning in Mexico, Missouri. And just right about 10 a.m. local time, we are ready for some softball, and we hope you are too here on the Show Me Sports Network. Happy weekend, everyone. I guess happy Saturday. I don't know if happy weekend really isn't even a phrase, but uh, glad you're spending it with us here on the Show Me Sports Network because they've got us up here in a nice little broadcast booth to call these couple of softball games here. Justin Kraft, Ben Schmidt will have the call for you. As first off on the slate for the morning, it'll be Mexico versus Hallsville. These two teams just minutes away from taking the circle. And Hallsville is getting ready to hopefully put some runs on the board early. Yeah, we will see what Hallsville does here on the road here for this Monroe City Triangular here in Mexico, Missouri against the Mexico Bulldogs. This one is going to be a good one, and we couldn't ask for better weather this morning. So there will be three games that take place in this morning and then into the afternoon on this triangular. It's going to start with Mexico versus Hallsville. And like we said, they're doing lineup introductions as we speak, so that'll get going in just a moment. Then Hallsville will come right back and play Monroe City. That's at noon. We'll also have coverage of that game. And then we will not have the final game, but that is Monroe City versus Mexico. All these games taking place here at Gallup Field in Mexico, Missouri. The Lady Indians, the Hallsville softball team, has been off to a very nice start on the season. We've already covered a couple of their games. And out of the, I believe, what the four we've did, they're 3-1. and one, So maybe we'll take some credit for that. Regardless, they're 7-2 and two on the season. 
and I expect them to continue that dominance today, especially, I believe you have the starting lineups, Justin. I think we're going to have Abby Lear in the circle for the Lady Indians, and a couple times we've seen her pitch, she has put together some spectacular performances. Yeah, she definitely has. She's been great on the mound with her command and just staying locked in. Let's see what she can do here today, and especially get off to a good start because depending on what she does early in these first couple innings will really dictate how she's going to command the zone and pitch to those hitters and help out her defense. So as the Mexico team takes the field, let's give you the Hallsville lineup real quickly. It'll go Jones, Crocker, Lucas, Lear, Blakemore, Wildenhain, then Austin, Alley, Colvert, Martin to round it out. You have the designated player in there. That's Wildenhain who hits six. And as Hallsville gets ready to come to the plate, Mexico is on the field. And you know that means it's time for the national anthem. So we'll step away from that. Back in just a moment, Hallsville and Mexico softball on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the biggest LL. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! Here we go. It is time for softball on the show. Me Sports Network, Hallsville and Mexico in just a couple of minutes kick things off the seven and two lady indians taking on the six and six lady bulldogs as we've got softball on a saturday and thank everyone listening for spending it with us starting pitcher she exendine is in the circle 
And as the Hallsville Lady Bulldogs have a quick little meeting inside the circle, they will get ready to get things going against Jones, who's ready to lead it off. Christian Jones been a staple at the top of that Hallsville lineup. Justin, take it away. Justin Kraft on the call, ladies and gentlemen. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening this morning here in Mexico, Missouri. Shy Exendine, the pitcher for Mexico, to start things off here in this Mexico, Hallsville, Monroe City triangular. And the leadoff batter, Jones, up to bat here. She lays down the bunt. That's her specialty, and she gets there safe. So Jones capitalizes on the pitch by Exendine. First pitch of the game, she lays down the bunt, and she's got an infield single. Can't do it much better than that if you're Christian Jones. You know the speech she has at the top of the line. We talk about it pretty much every time we cover one of those games, one of these games, pardon me, and she laid it down to perfection. A little too far for Exendine to come in and a little too far for the catcher, Lloyd, to go out. Dropped it down as beautifully as she could, and even though the throw was high, she was going to beat it. So here comes the pitch by Exendine, and she gets the call. So strike one here on Crocker, the shortstop for the Indians. Pretty similar top of the lineup that we have usually seen. You can pretty much count on it going. Uh, Jones, Crocker, Lucas, one, two, three for Hallsville. And there goes Jones down to second as she steals from first to second. What a steal there from Jones, the catcher. Lloyd for the Bulldogs trying to throw that to the second baseman. Throw gets wide, goes to the center fielder, but they're able to keep Jones at second, so a great steal there by Jones. Runner in scoring position, no outs here early in the top of the first. And Crocker lays down the bunt, but foul. Yeah, you can expect Hallsville to be eager to try to move Jones over to third base with less than two outs. With her speed, a ball in play would probably score her, so it doesn't shock me that they may ask for Crocker to potentially put down a bunt, especially since she's ahead in the count. Or actually, she's now behind it at one and two. So one, two, count X and nine with the pitch, and that one upstairs, and ball two. So two, two count here on Crocker as Jones stands at second in scoring position. It's nice that we got the ball strike count out there on the scoreboard. That makes our job a little Yeah, easier. I'm liking it. And what a pitch there by Exendine. Smokes it by Crocker, and she is sent back to the dugout. What a strikeout. Yeah, that's exactly what you need there for Exendine. Went with the high heat and get to pass Crocker, who tried to get upstairs, get the high cheese, but she comes up empty. Good thing, no still runner in scoring position for Hallsville. So now Lucas up here, the third baseman for Hallsville, with Jones still in scoring position, one out here in the top of the first. Let's see what Exendine can do here to try and get the Bulldogs out of this top of the first without giving up any runs. Yeah, Lucas now even at a 1-1 count, pretty much any base hit that finds outfield grass would probably score Jones here. Exendine dials up the pitch and a good eye there by Lucas. Yeah, it looks like pitcher for Mexico Exendine is whenever she needs to try and get a swing and a miss is going to go with that high heat upstairs. Lucas a little bit more patient in this at bat. 2-1 count. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. That one lined to the shortstop. Great stop there, but the throw is sailed over the first baseman and Jones goes to third, and Lucas goes from first now to second, and now Hallsville has runners in scoring position, second and third now, yeah. as the throwing air sailed over the head from the shortstop, 
to the first baseman there. That's a whole. That's a huge break for Halswell because the shortstop Seifert would have had out number two, and Jones had to stay put at second. So it would have been runner on second, two outs. But once the throw went wide, Jones goes to third, and Lucas goes to second base. Two in scoring position now for tonight's. Or actually, this morning starting pitcher Lear coming to the plate. So Lear up here now for the Indians. Runners on second and third. Lucas on third. Or on second, excuse me, and Jones is on third. Nice take there for 1-0 count by Lear. Didn't lay off or laid off the high stuff. Exendine with the pitch. Good pitch placed perfectly in the zone. And she gets the strike called 1-1 count on Lear. So runners at second and third. Lear with a 1-1 count. Here comes the pitch by Exendine, and that one's low in the dirt. So 2-1, now the count. I like Lear in this situation to potentially do some damage as she gets the pitch to hit. And infield is in, especially at the corners. They believe she may try and drop one down to score Jones. So here comes the pitch by Exendine, and that one is fouled off by Lear. So now 2-2 count. Runners at second and third still. Let's see if Exendine can find a way to punch out Lear here. I'll tell you what, we need this breeze to stick around all day long. It's pretty it's pretty nice right now. They've got us they've got us up, we've got a nice view, nice little breeze. Can't ask for much more on a Saturday morning. And a good eye, that ball gets away from the catcher, and there goes Jones, and she's able to score from third. So great. Base running there by Jones as she goes from third to home. It gets away from the catcher, Hannah Lloyd, for the Bulldogs. And Hallsville takes the early lead, one nothing. Yeah, with not a very deep backstop, it's hard to score on a wild pitch, but that gave Jones plenty of time. And that hit there by Blakemore, thrown over by the shortstop to the first baseman for the out. So... That was, or excuse me, that was Lear there who grounds out to the shortstop. Yeah, that one was hit on the ground, and third baseman Bellamy was even with Lucas, so Lucas had to hold, and then a good throw by Bellamy to get out number two. No run able to score. Halls was still in front, one nothing though. So Lucas holds there after Lear was grounded out to the shortstop there. Two outs here in the top of the first. Hallsville up 1-0 with Lucas on third, looking to try and score another run here. Let's see if Blake Moore can drive her in. So 0-2 count here on Blake Moore. Pitcher's count here for Exendine. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. That one low down in the dirt. Gets away from the catcher. But a great job by Lloyd to be able to stop it as it was in the dirt. As she spun around and somehow kept it in front. Yeah, that was nice work back there by Lloyd. Because if that gets away... Uh, potentially kicks away Farno for a second runner to come in on a wild pitch. Here comes a pitch by Exendine. That one high and upstairs. So 2-2 two -two count now. Back-to-back -back balls by Exendine here on Blakemore. Here comes the pitch. She winds up, throws it in, and good eye. Yeah by Blakemore. That Again, a, that one upstairs missed the top of the zone. That was a real nice take there by Blakemore in a two-strike count. and Didn't miss by much, but it found its way out of the outside corner of the zone, and now she gets rewarded with a 3-2 pitch on the way. Got to throw a strike. Full count. Two outs here, and she walks her. So pitch upstairs. So after 
Exendine had an 0-2 count. She throws four straight balls, and Blakemore is able to get the walk. So the Indians have runners on the corner first and third. Weldon Hayne coming to the plate now, and looks like we're going to have a different runner down there at first base. I don't believe. Actually, that may still be Blakemore. I, I can't totally tell from up here. That is actually Calvert okay. running for Blakemore Good first. Eye. Yeah. Good eye. Thanks, Ben. Nice first pitch there delivered to Wilden Hain, and uh, there, it really hasn't been a problem so far into these first now six or seven batters for Exendine throwing strikes. She just hasn't been able to finish. So here comes the pitch by Exendine. She blows the heat right by Wilden Hain. So now 0-2 count Calvert for Exendine. Did steal second on that play pretty much at ease. There was no throw downs. So now a base hit potentially makes his 3 nothing. 0-2, there's the pitch, and Wilden Hain fouls that one off. So still an 0-2 count. Runners now on second and third as Calvert was able to go from first to second. And now second and third, Wilden Hain hits that one, and she's able to get the base hit, and here come in both the runners. So Hallsville scores two more runs here in the top of the first, now up 3-0 to zero with two outs, and they're going to have a little mound visit here for Exendine. Well, Wildenhain, we'll see. I would guess they probably rule that an error on the second baseman for Mexico. That was a ground ball right over towards Jones there at second. She feels that cleanly. That's inning over, but it goes right between her legs into the outfield grass, and not only does that allow Wildenhain to reach base, but then both runners to come around and score pretty easily as that died in the outfield grass, and about as good of a start as you could ask for for Hallsville, leading 3 nothing before their pitcher, Lear, even comes to the circle. Yeah, couldn't ask for a better start for the Indians. Wildenhain gets an RBI, two RBI single there to add two more runs on the board for the Indians. Now up 3-0 to zero here, two outs in the top of the first. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. And she blows it past Austin, the left fielder, strike one. Yeah, this has been... Very interesting so far for Hallsville because they've got three runs and yet they have just one hit. They've been aided by a couple errors and a, and a walk mixed in there. Here comes the next pitch by Exendine. Austin tries to lay down the bunt, but she just misses it there. And a good take actually by Austin. That was actually a... No, excuse me. It was a strike, so a good pitch by Exendine. Austin looked like she wanted to bunt, but she held back there. That one fouled off and back behind home plate. Back behind the fence, just behind home plate. You're probably thankful you're not parked back there anymore. That's fine <laughs> foul ball territory. You all, yeah, I know. Honestly, I was really surprised at first. Like, man, we're getting all these first four spots in the parking lot. But then I was like, oh, we're uh, coming to broadcast a softball game. So there's going to be a lot of baseballs coming over that way in those parking spots. So good thing I was smart about moving to the back of the parking lot. Well, one-two count now upcoming to us. Seeing, look to her to maybe expand the zone a little bit and protect. Pitch by Exendine, and then throw over to first. Actually, called strike. So, Austin goes down, and the Bulldogs able to get out of the inning, only giving up three runs. So, we'll go to the bottom of the first with the pitcher, Lear, pitching for the Indians here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll see what Mexico can do in the bottom of the first. 
Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business welcome back here on the show me sports network i'm justin Kraft, alongside ben schmidt hallsville up three to zero here in this Mexico, Hallsville, Monroe City, Triangular here in Mexico, Missouri, here at Gallup Field. And the Indians get it started with three runs of their own and are off to an early lead here as we go to the bottom of the first. We will see what Mexico can do do up here in the bottom of the first to try and get themselves back in this game. Down 3 nothing as Lear, the pitcher for the Indians, takes the circle. Yeah, about as good of a start as you can ask for before Lear even throws her first pitch. She's already already been gifted three runs of support that she even aided in. She took an at-bat in that first inning and grounded out to third base. But uh, we've seen some great success from her in the couple games. She's tossed that softball where we've been here, and I expect that to continue today. So Thomas, the leadoff hitter, the center fielder for the Bulldogs. She takes a ball upstairs, so good eye by her, 1-0. Well, we'll see if Thomas, the leadoff hitter, has the same approach that we saw at Jones in the first inning. Maybe good speed, see a bunt potentially. Infield is in. So infield in, and again, another good eye by Thomas. That one upstairs. So right now, Lear has thrown back-to-back -back balls, and she is down in the count. Crucial for her to get off to a good start to keep that momentum. And there's the pitch, and Lear smokes it by her. And Thomas not able to connect yeah. as she swings and misses 2-1 now. That one had some life to it. I'm sure for uh, that, that hitter in the box right there, Thomas, that thing looked like it was coming in quick. And a good pitch there by Lear. And actually just, just a little outside, though. Now 3-1, green light opportunity here for Thomas, the leadoff hitter for the Bulldogs. See if she can capitalize. Another good pitch by Lear. But just misses the zone and so Mexico gets an early base runner on the leadoff hitter and Thomas good start for the Bulldogs here yeah that was a good patient at bat there by Thomas and she sees four balls really none of them were uh, all that all that wild from the, the pitcher Lear it was some really patient takes that at bat now figure up here the right fielder for the Bulldogs 0 and one count after the pitch there by Lear And Lear dials it up again. Great pitch right down the middle. Couldn't ask for a better pitch than what she threw right there, right down the pipe. 0-2 count here on Fieger. Much better start to this at bat for Lear. Throwing strikes. 0-2 count on Fieger. And she swings and misses, strikes her out. But then Thomas goes from first to second as Fieger strikes out. So Lear gets the punch out, but Fieger... But Thomas now is at second in scoring position for the Bulldogs with one out as Abby Bellamy, the third baseman for the Bulldogs, comes up to the plate. Yeah, smart steal right there. Well, 
Aguirre had her eyes focused on trying to strike out the batter for out number one. Thomas pretty easily able to swipe second. So Thomas at second, Bellamy up here for the Bulldogs. Another great pitch there by Lear. She looks to be dialed in now. 0-1 count as that pitch there hit the strike zone. Yeah, the last couple pitches for Lear have been pretty crisp. Here comes the pitch by Lear, and that one hit right back to her. So they get Bellamy at first, but Thomas able to go to third, but two outs. One out away from getting out of this inning is Lear and this Hallsville Indians defense to try and limit no runs for the Bulldogs after Thomas got the leadoff walk. So there's the pitch, and Lear again smokes it by Lloyd, the catcher, who's due up now. Yeah, big play on that ground out. One Hallsville gets the out to make it two outs, but good base running there by Thomas. She was off on contact, and that's how she was able to make it to third. So Thomas at third for the Bulldogs. Bulldogs hopefully hoping that Lloyd can drive in Thomas and they can put a run on the scoreboard. Well, now 0-2 count on Lloyd. I'd expect Lear to probably try and elevate here, get us a chase out of the zone. 0-2 count on Lloyd. Here comes the pitch by Lear, and she strikes her out. So the Indians able to get out of the inning. The Bulldogs leave a runner on third, and we will go to the top of the second with the Indians up 3-0 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. We are now to the top of the second. Hallsville capitalized there in the top of the first. And then Lear was able to get locked in after walking the leadoff batter Thomas for the Bulldogs. And then Thomas was able to get all the way to third. But the Bulldogs not able to capitalize. They strand her at third. Hallsville got out of the bottom of the first, not giving up any runs. And now they are due up here to start off the top of the second and that is Danica Alley the second baseman and she's looking to do some more damage as Halswell's up 3-0 here let's see what the pitcher can do and shy Exendine for the Bulldogs yeah I'm sure Exendine looking to have a more efficient inning honestly she gave up the three runs in the first but it really wasn't that bad because she gave up just one hit and that was a bunch single to Christian Jones so her one hit went all about 10-15 feet everything else was a couple unlucky errors two of them that went against her and uh, that, that's what aided Hallsville to jump out in front three nothing so Allie up here to start off the top of the second for the Indians as the pitch there by Exendine is just a little bit high and upstairs for ball one so one on count here on Allie here comes the pitch by Exendine and great pitch hits the outside part of the zone there good pitch by Exendine 1-1 one, one. wouldn't be shocked if we see Allie take again here Let's see what Allie does here she's dialed in with the bat she hits that one right to the second baseman and what a catch 
by Kenley Jones. Yeah, Kenley Jones makes a nice grab running to her right out near that second base pad. Went down to a knee. That ball was hit on the nose by Al. You can't ask for much more in the contact department of the one she put together. Just didn't find a soft spot. You'll take a swing like that every at-bat out of her, and it just finds a glove for out number one there. Yeah, Allie hit a missile to Jones, but she put the glove on it and made the catch. What a catch by Jones, the second baseman for the Bulldogs. Now up to bat here is Calvert, the right fielder for the Indians. Here comes the pitch by Exendine, and good pitch. So... 1-1 one, one count here on Calvert. Well, we've seen X and Dine being willing to attack the strike zone. She just hasn't had the put-away pitch yet. Here comes the pitch again by X and Dine. That one fouled off by Calvert. And now 1-2 is the count here with one out in the top of the second. Interesting to see what pitch she goes here. Does she try and go upstairs and get Calvert to chase or fire another one on in the ear and play to contact? One ball, two strikes. X and Dine... Dials it up there. Pitch comes in. Fouled off, though, by Calvert. Calvert battling here. She is down in the count, though. 1-2. Let's see what she can do. Looked like she was playing to contact there. That looked to be a pretty good pitch to hit for Calvert. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. That one hit by Calvert. Great stop again by the second baseman. Throws it over to the first baseman. Jones making routine outs left and right. She does it again there. Yeah, that was some nice glove work there by Jones. This time I had to move to her left on a ball that I thought off the bat was destined for right field, but that's a nice play, and once she had it, throw is on the money to first. Two nice plays by the second baseman of Mexico for the first two outs of the second inning. Yes, Jones, great play. Throws it over to the first baseman, Epperson, for the out. So two outs, one away from getting out of this inning are the Bulldogs here in the top of the second, not giving up. Hopefully any runs to the Indians as Martin, the first baseman, is up here. She lays down a bunt, and she's going to try and get down to first, but they get her. So great job there by Bellamy, the third baseman, throwing it over to Epperson, the first baseman for the Bulldogs. They get out of the top of the second, not giving up any runs. Hallsville will be due up as we go to the bottom of the second, up 3 nothing here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. 3-0, Paulsville on top of Mexico as we go to the bottom of the second couldn't ask for a better start if you are the Hallsville Indians, but 
the Mexico Bulldogs are looking to find a way here at their home ballpark in Gallup Field in front of their home fans here for this triangular to get something going. Due up now for the Mexico Bulldogs. is Kirsten Epperson, the first baseman. We'll look for Lear to continue with the strikeout stuff that she had in the first inning. Two Ks, and she seemed to have that put-away pitch working, especially the fastball. She was blowing it by hitters for those last two Ks. So good pitch there by Lear, but a good eye by Epperson as she takes that pitch a little high and upstairs. So right now Lear down in the count, 2-0 count here. Bottom of the second for the leadoff batter of this bottom of the second in Epperson. And then she smokes that pitch right by her. Now 2-1. So Lear battling back in the count here. 2-1 count. Look for Lear. I would, I would assume that she comes with a heat here and essentially says this point. Here it is. Try and hit it. Good pitch by Lear. That one fouled off by Epperson. Back at the fence behind home plate. Went down a 2-2 pitch. I'm very interested to see whether or not Lear goes once again in the zone or goes upstairs or potentially tries to get a chase and, and, and see if she can get a strikeout to start the second inning against Epperson. Here comes the pitch. Lear dialing up. Ball and glove. And then she pitches it. Smokes her right by Epperson and punches her out. So another strikeout for Lear. Good start here in the bottom of the second. Yeah, the strikeout stuff continues. That's already the third punch-out of the game for Lear. She looks very locked in. I know it's just been four outs recorded, and it's early, but ever since that leadoff walk, she has flipped a switch and looks good to go. So she has definitely flipped that switch. One out away here in the bottom of the second. Now due up is Seifert, the shortstop for the Bulldogs. Lear hasn't been ahead in every count. She's behind 1-0 here, but she's done a nice job battling back, as she does right here, getting a foul ball. And Seifert fouls that one off. So 1-1 is the count. Lear looking to dial up this third pitch of this at bat against Seifert. And a good pitch there, 1-2 count. Lear looking to try and punch Seifert out can and we, get her fourth strikeout recorded of this game. Can Lear make it for the last via K? She and does. she does. Blows it right by her. What a pitch by Lear. And again, back-to-back -back strikeouts to start this bottom of the second. Couldn't ask for a better start on the mound for Lear. Well, if this strikeout stuff continues, I think we may be sitting here looking at a double-digit punch-out game for Lear. I don't want to speak too soon, but it, it just I haven't seen the hitters yet be able to catch up to the heat. So now Kenley Jones up to bat here for the Bulldogs. See if Kenley can find a way to put this ball in play and get herself on base. Lear smokes that pitch by her 0-1. Here comes the second pitch, and Kenley again not able to connect the bat to the ball there and 0-2 count here on Kenley Jones. Do we see strikeout number three? Can she strike out the side? And that one fouled off, or no, 
excuse me, she she does strike her out. So that one fall t foul tipped back into the glove of Blakemore. So what a job by Lear getting out of the inning. Three up, three down, strikes out all three Bulldogs hitters. And now we will go to the bottom of, or top of the third, excuse me, Hallsville up three to zero here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. Search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. Now we're to the top of the third inning. Hallsville up three to zero on the Bulldogs. So Lear able to punch out all three batters of the Bulldogs there to get the Indians out of the side, not giving up two run, not giving up any runs so far through two innings of work. Couldn't ask for a better start from her on the mound. Well, now Crocker had three and zero to start this third inning. Exactly what you're looking for, looking to put a runner on base, kick things off. So, Exendine, the pitcher for the Bulldogs, still on the mound. She pitches that one upstairs, and that's actually going to be. Ball four, so four straight balls by Hexendine, and Crocker walks to lead off the top of the third here. Well, exactly what you need, especially with the heart of the order coming up in Lucas, and then you get your four and five hitters to follow. Put some pressure back on this Mexico pitcher and defense, and potentially add it was a 3 nothing lead already. Lucas up now here for the Indians. Crocker at first, so... A crucial situation here for Exendine to try and limit Hallsville from not putting up any more runs here in the top of the third. There's the pitch by Exendine, and that one just a little outside. So now five straight balls by Exendine, 2-0 count for Lucas. I would go out and talk to her if she fires another one or two out of the zone in a row. And there's another pitch, that one outside again. She throws it, the catcher throws it to the first baseman there, and Lucas able to get back. Now, I mean Crocker, excuse me, able to get back to first. Seven straight out of the zone to start the inning. Now a 3-0 count to Lucas. I wouldn't say for sure, but I would guess that it's a pretty good idea to have a red light here. So 3-0 count and ball four. So that was eight straight balls by the pitcher 
Exendine for the Bulldogs, and she walks back-to-back -back batters. Crocker now advances to second. Lucas now to first, and Lear is now up. Lear, who grounded out to third her first time up, and a big opportunity here not only help her team, but help herself out in the circle, give some own run support. And with two runners on, Bates hit here could potentially help add some insurance. Still very early in this one, but... Yeah, let's see if the Bulldogs' defense can find a way to get a couple outs here and limit this early damage of Hallsville. Already have put up three runs, but now they got two base runners on here in the top of the third with no outs on first and second is Crocker and Lucas as Exendine throws the strike in there to Lear. Here takes the cold strike. So 0-1 count. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. Exendine throws it in there and strike two. Then the catcher, Lloyd, fires it over to the first baseman, Epperson. But Lucas able to get back to first safely. Uh, fun little game going on down there. Uh, Lucas still <laughs> yeah. back into the bag at first base. And then the first baseman, Epperson, just refusing to take the tag off. We went for about five seconds straight of the two of them just. It was a game of cat and mouse. Who's going to blink first right there? And now, Lucas never took her hand off the bag. So 0-2 count, and Exendine gets Lear to chase one down in the zone. Almost skipped in the dirt, but able to punch her out. So one out away for the Bulldogs. Runners still on first and second for the Indians as Blakemore, the catcher, is now up to bat. Well, you'd like to see a ball put in play here after the strikeout. And good pitch by Exendine. She's started to find her rhythm on the circle. Oh, one count to Blakemore. Here comes the pitch. X and I fires that one in and Blakemore not able to connect. Swings and misses there. Oh, two count here. So oh, two count. Here comes the pitch here by X and I. She throws it in and that one fouled off. It wasn't, Blakemore. wasn't fouled off all too far. That could have very easily been a foul tip into the glove for strike three. So Hallsville catches a break right there. You've got to see a ball put in play or can't afford back-to-back -back strikeouts if you want to score this inning. It's not do or die. They're still up three to nothing. Yeah, runners still on first and second. Blakemore here. Count not in her favor. One, two. That one upstairs by Exendine. Tried to get her to chase. But good eye there by Blakemore. Count even a piece. Two balls two strikes and that one hit right back to Exendine Exendine fires it over to first and she's able to get Blakemore but the runners advance to second and third for the Indians with two outs here in the uh, or top of the third not a bad piece hitting right there just happened to be right back to the pitcher and then cool common collected Exendine makes a throw to first now just needs one more out to escape this thing without giving up any runs so runners on second and third here in the top of the third. Hallsville up three to zero, two outs. But a hit, and that's gonna get down. That's gonna be an RBI single. That's gonna score one, and that's gonna score two. So what a job there by Wilden Hain. That was an incredible piece of hitting by Wilden Hain, taking that to right field. Hit that one on the nose. Only the second hit of the day for Hallsville, but it's a big one as it makes it five to nothing. And good base running there by both runners on second and third. Crocker from third obviously was going to score easily, but Lucas knowing with two outs that she's off at any contact and even always hit hard to the right fielder scores for second. Wilden Hain able to add on to her RBI totals as she gets a two 
RBI single there, two-run RBI single. What a hit there by Wilden Hayne to bring home two more runners for the Indians. Now at 5-0 here with two outs in the top of the third with Austin due up. Austin, one of just a couple of Lady Indians to be struck out so far. Hopefully so, some contact here to potentially keep this rally in the second inning going. 0-1 count on Austin. Wilden Hayne on first after the two-run RBI single to give the Indians two more runs here in the top of the third. That one hit foul down the right field line. Yeah, that ball was rich, but she was just out in front of it and not a whole lot of room to work with down that first baseline, right field line, because the first baseman, Epperson, is playing almost right on top of it, so I don't know if she would have been able to thread that thing fair, but it was hit hard just out in front of it. Now going to have to go to work in a two-strike count. So one-two count here on Austin for the Indians. Exendine dialing up the pitch there. She throws it in. That one ball upstairs just missed the top of the zone. Now 2-2 two -two count for Austin. Let's see if Exendine can find a way to get the Bulldogs out of this inning without giving up any more runs. They've already given up two runs. That one's going to be fouled, but down the left field line by Austin. So she is battling here against Exendine for this at bat. Yeah, I have to give Austin credit here. She's fallen behind a two-strike count, but the last couple pitches has protected the strike zone. So 2-2, two, two, two outs here in the top of the third. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. Austin hits that one. That's going to be a base hit to right field, and that's going to move Wilden Hain to second. Great hit there for Austin with two outs. Hallsville is got runners aboard again. Now first and second. That one was hit on the money to right field. Pretty similar circumstances to the one we saw from Wildenhain. And now the hits are starting to pile up a little bit. Back to back of them for Hallsville after only having two, only having one in the first two and two thirds innings. Here comes Danica Alley now for the Indians. And she swings at a pitch down in the dirt by Exendine. She got her to chase, so strike one on Alley. Looked like Wilden Hain there at second was thinking about going to third, but she halts and goes back to second. First and second are where the runners are. Here comes the pitch by Exendine. That one low and down in the dirt. That time, Alley, good eye, does not swing at it. 1-1 one, one count. So Exendine ball and glove here communicating with her catcher on what she wants to dial up there on that pitch and she smokes that one past Allie and now she is in a pitcher's favored count one two count hopefully we can see the same thing here at Allie that we saw out of Austin when she fell behind a two strike count see if Allie can find a way to bring home Wildenhain at second. Allie laces that one. That's going to be a base hit in a right field. Here comes Wildenhain around third, and she's able to score. Austin goes to third, and she is safe. So an RBI double for Allie. Yeah, excellent piece of hitting. That's three straight hits to right field. Allie hits that one on the ground but with enough mustard on it to roll on through into right field. And the hits are coming for Hallsville. And great base running, too, on the back end. Not only have Allie to move up to, first, up to second base, but then Austin to go to third when the throw came home. So Allie at second, Austin at third. As Wilden Haynes scores, they add on another run. 6 nothing here. Due up is Calvert. Calvert hits that one back to... The pitcher and Exendine, Exendine able to throw it over to Epperson, the first baseman for the Bulldogs. But 
With two outs, Hallsville able to capitalize again. They scored three runs here in the top of the third, now up 6-0 as the Bulldogs will be due up. And we will be right back here on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. We are now to the bottom of the third inning, 6 nothing Hallsville. Hallsville able to add on three more runs there in the top of the third off a couple RBIs there by Wildenhain, who drove in two, and then Alley, who was able to drive in one more as well as they capitalized with three runs there in the top of the third. Great start for the Hallsville Indians. They've scored six runs through three innings of work offensively and their defense has definitely been locked in especially with Lear on the circle and Mexico needs some runs desperately here in the bottom of the third. Yeah it's going to be tough for Mexico unless Lear just starts falling apart but she struck out now four batters in a row. Looks to keep that streak going. So here comes the pitch by Lear. The bunt is down there and throw over by Lucas to the first baseman. Martin that one gets away and the runner goes from first to second as she lays down the bunt. What a job there for the Bulldogs' leadoff hitter. Yeah, that was a real good bunt, although it would have been a bang-bang play if Lucas puts that throw on the money. It was just a little bit high to the second baseman covering the bag, and then once it gets into right field, by the time Allie and Calvert go over and get it, there was more than enough time for Lillard to her to run to second base. That was Lexi. Willard the left fielder what a bunt there by her to get to first base and then the the throw sailed wide by Lucas throwing it over to Martin there for the Indians and she's able to get to second so Mexico in great position here with the runner at second no outs with Exendine the pitcher up to bat so 2-0 count so Lear has thrown back-to-back balls to Exendine here for this at bat. Here comes the pitch by Lear. She throws that one in, and a good eye by Exendine, and the home plate umpire takes off the mask. And she says she did not go around. She she tried to off-ride it, but she held up her swing just in time, and now it's 3-0. She did not go around, so 3-0 green light opportunity here for Exendine. And good eye again. So ball four. So now runners on first and second. Mexico has something brewing here. Let's see if they can find a way to put up a couple runs here in the bottom of the third and get themselves back in this game. Yeah, Lear's going to really have to go to work now. Lock back in. Uh, A couple pitches that 
just weren't able to find the strike zone in that at bat, and then the, the at bat previous before the bunt single went also out of the zone. So look for her to try and get ahead early in this count. Now up is Ebony Mayfield, and she fouls that one back behind home plate. So 0-1 count on her. No outs here in the bottom of the third. Two runners aboard in X and Dine at first and Willer at second. So here comes the pitch by Lear. And this one's fouled back again just behind home plate against the fence. And Lear battling back here. Let's see what she can do here, especially with a pitcher favorite count here with runners on first and second though no outs can she find a way to get mayfield yeah that pitch didn't miss by much to mayfield but it floats out of there still had one and two we can afford to waste another pitch if she feels inclined to but with the high heat she's had today i won't be shocked if she just comes right at her one two count here here comes the pitch by lear to mayfield mayfield skies that one way back it's headed and for the football that one's field. headed for the football field yep a lot of cars parked over there in the grass by the football field. Glad I didn't park there, that's for sure, Ben. Yeah, I wonder who told you that moving a car might be a good idea. That was probably a smart suggestion on behalf of whoever that was. Yeah, very wise guy, and if you're wondering who that is, that is Ben Schmidt. But that one lays down left field line. That's going to score a runner. And what a double there by Mayfield down the left field line. And that's able to score a runner for the Bulldogs. And they get a run on the scoreboard. And now it is to 6-1. What a RBI double there by Mayfield lacing it down the left field line. Yeah, that was a hard hit ball. Austin down there really never had a chance to make a catch on that one. And made a strong throw home towards the plate, but not in time to get any sort of runner. So Willers scored. Exendine at third. And Mayfield with the RBI double down the left field line now at second. So second and third, no outs, Mexico in business. As Thomas is up now, we are back to the top of the order here for Mexico. Let's see what Thomas can do. Can she find a way to produce more runs for the Bulldogs here in the bottom of the third? Here comes the pitch by Lear, and that one fouled back by Thomas, and that one actually lands up here by the press I box. I could go out and grab that one <laughs> if I wanted to. That's probably the closest I'll get to catching a ball here. Uh, we talked about it at the tournament a couple weekends ago, yeah, how badly we I wanted to get one. I, If I took off the headset, I could go walk right outside the booth here and, and pick up a little souvenir. You could have. That one's popped up, and Austin's going to get underneath that, and she makes the catch. So good job by the left fielder there. And both As the runners Thomas pops it up to left field, Austin able to make the routine catch for out number one. So you're right, Ben. The runners stay put second and third with one out away here in the bottom of the third. Six to one, Hallsville. Yeah, that was good work by Austin running in and made a strong throw home towards the plate to keep both runners at bay. And that's the first out. That's all you need. Out number one, that's why I think when the tide really starts to turn. And now Lear's probably thinking, hey, if I get a strikeout here, I've got a real shot of keeping those runners stranded. Here comes a pitch by Lear. She fires that one in and figure misses that one. Infield pretty much even with the bags at the corners, at least with Lucas at third. She's maybe a step in front of it. So ground ball potentially throw home maybe. 0-1 count. Figure trying to do some damage with her bat. She fouls that one off. A little early. She swung and missed at the first pitch, and then 
there again a little early she fouls that one back o2 count so Lear in a pitcher favored count here well this is an any changing figure this isn't any changing pitch coming up there goes the pitch and that one's upstairs ball one so one two count what I mean by that is if Lear can get the strikeout right here, then you just need one more out. Any a ground out, fly out, wouldn't score any run, it would be out number three. But if you let the ball put in play, no strikeout or run could come across. Good pitch by Lear and fouled off again by Fieger. So one, two count, one out. Runners on second and third for the Bulldogs. Can they find a way to add a couple more to dwindle down that Hallsville lead? Here comes the pitch by Lear. She fires that one in upstairs. So back-to-back -back pitches missing upstairs by Lear. 2-2 count. Count even here against Fieger. Lear doesn't have to get a strike out here, but if she wants to keep uh, the Mexico team from putting any more runs on the board, needs a short ground ball or a shallow fly ball. Here goes a pitch by Lear, and Fieger fouls that one back. So she is battling here against Lear. She is not going down without a fight. Yeah, this is a really nice at-bat by Fieger. She's fallen behind 0-2, but then since it's taken a couple high pitches and fouled everything off, and the more pitches that she makes Lear throw, the better shot that she has of putting a ball in play for a base hit. Here comes the pitch by Lear. There's the pitch. She dials it in. Strikes her out. What a strikeout there for Lear. Two outs now in the bottom of the third. Finally, she finds the put-away pitch, goes just above the top of the zone, and Fieger swings through it for strike number three. Big out number two as Lear records her sixth punch out of the game and now just needs one more to keep this at just a one run, which would be a massive success considering the runner, these runners were at second and third with nobody out. What a job by Lear here in this inning if she's able to get out of it, only giving up one run to the Mexico Bulldogs. Pitch just a little outside, 1-0 count on Abby Bellamy. Bellamy hits that one. That one's going to get down. That's a base hit to center field, and that's going to drive in two runs. And then Bellamy will advance to second after the throw by the center fielder. Jones goes over the head of Blakemore, the catcher behind home plate. So Mexico able to add on to the scoreboard with two more runs here in the bottom of the third and make it now six to three. Yeah, that was a well-hit ball by Bellamy. One hop right into center field on a hop. Jones tried to make a strong throw towards the plate to get the trail runner out, but she put too much arm into that one and airmailed it to the backstop. So at least she showed off that she's got a cannon, But and I don't know if they would have got the out at home regardless, but the throw going that way allows the base runner Bellamy to advance seconds. Now a runner in scoring position. Mexico's right back in this ballgame. They've cut the lead in half six to three. Yeah, great job by Bellamy there, battling and able to drive in. The two runners after that RBI single to center field, and then she was able to advance to second. So now runner in scoring position at second now. Six to three here in the bottom of the third. Two outs have been recorded. All Hallsville needs is one to get out of this bottom of the third. The Breeze is back. Well, well welcomed Breeze is back. Breeze we'll feels great. Nice cool breeze here blowing out her face. We couldn't disagree with having that. Feeling comfortable, especially up here in the broadcast booth, is what myself and Ben just die for. And there's the pitch by Lear. That one's laced, and that's going to get down. So base hit 
to right field. And there goes the runner. And she's able to score. So what a job by Bellamy at second. She comes around third. And she advances home. The throw not in time from the right fielder Calvert to Blakemore. And Blakemore not able to apply the tag as Bellamy is able to get down. Yeah, that was a perfect throw from Calvert to the plate. It was just a half second too late. Slightly slower base runner there, and potentially the, the Halls was looking at an out at home. That was a perfect throw, just a little too late. And now it's 6-4. Who would have thought tying run coming to the plate? So 6-4 to four now. Runner at second. Pitch by Lear. Is strike one. Quite the change of events, and it looks like we've got time called as Coach for Mexico is going to have a quick discussion with his batter before this next pitch up comes. Runner on second base, base hit makes it just a one-run ball game. Ball with a fence, and we're tied, and would be a big feat for Mexico considering they were down 6-0 coming into this inning, and down 6-1 with two outs, and now sit here in a 6-4 ball game. This is brand new after the third inning. So Seafrit. Seafred the shortstop up to bat here. Runner at second for the Bulldogs. Let's see what she can do here. Can she find a way to add another run here and put up five runs here in the bottom of the third? Mexico has definitely climbed themselves back in this game as they've scored four runs and looking to try and add on. Down six to four now after being down six to zero going into this bottom of the third. We'll have to see Lear punch her out right here and get back to the dugout. So Lear, good pitch, but that one is upstairs. Great eye. Yeah, from up here, that looks like called strike three all the way. I would have to guess because we are on the third base line that that one must have missed off to the outside corner of the plate. That would be my guess, but it did miss by much, and now a 2-2 two -two count. So 2-2 two -two count to Seifert. And another great eye. So Lear has had a hard time facing these hitters of the Bulldogs, and now... She's down in the count. We got a full count, 3-2, two, two outs here in the bottom of this third inning. Let's see if the Bulldogs can add on to the damage. Fouled back by Seifert. It's just been a different story this inning for Lear in terms of when she's gotten the two strikes, hasn't been able to pump one by these hitters. And we see now a couple of different instances of when she's got two strikes where whoever it may be at the plate from Mexico continues to work the count, foul off pitches, and take close balls. And that's why we've got a full count right now. So Epperson at second for the Bulldogs with Seifert battling here against Lear. She is not going down without a fight. One thing about these Bulldogs hitters is they have been battling this inning and they have been capitalizing. So Lear back in the circle dialing up this pitch. Here comes the pitch. That one low down in the dirt. That's going to be ball four. And now Mexico's got runners at first and second. Seifert walks, and Lear's got to just stay composed here and just get one out and keep this lead for Hallsville. Yeah, I think you're starting to unravel just a little bit for Lear. And like you said, it just needs to get back in the dugout at this point. Then you can regroup and work towards There's the fourth. There's the pitch, and she fires it by Kenley Jones as she swings and misses. Oh, one count on Jones. Here comes the pitch by Lear. That one ball upstairs. 
high and above the top of the zone. So 1-1 one, one count on Jones. Runners on first and second. Here comes the pitch by Lear to Jones, and she swings and misses. Late again coming around is Jones not able to put the bat to the ball. And one ball, two strike, Lear and a pitcher favored count here. And she smokes it by Jones, but a foul tip could have been caught by the catcher Blakemore for a foul tip strike three, but it was not. So Jones still in it. One, two count here at this at bat for her. Here comes the pitch by Lear. Lear. Looks like she's going to step off and yeah. regroup before this next pitch. Six to four, tying runs on base for Mexico. And Hallsville just looking to limit the damage at this point. Here comes the pitch. That one, a good eye by Jones. Low and inside, down at her feet. The approach this inning for Mexico has been night and day different from the one in the first two. I, I feel like in the first two play appearances for Mexico, that would have been a pitch that they chased for strike three. Get a bat by Jones again. But no. That one called strike. What a job by Lear just to get out of the inning. She does give up the four runs here in the bottom of the third. Mexico right back in this game, but Hallsville gets out of it. They do give up the four. Six to four, Hallsville, as we go to the top of the fourth inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be right back. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. We are now to the top of the fourth inning. Hallsville due up here. Hallsville still up. They were up 6-0 to zero going into the bottom of the third, but Mexico able to get themselves back in this game with four runs there on the bottom of the third to make it 6-4. to four. And now the runner... That is due up to start off the fourth. She is safe and Jones. And again, she lays down a bunt, bunt and she capitalizes. She is two for two with the bunting. And good start for Hallsville here getting her aboard. Yeah, that was perfectly laid down out in front of the catcher and then in front of the pitcher for Mexico. Just the same as we saw in that bunt she had to lead off the game in the first inning. It, it made Lloyd go out too far and Exodine come in too far. And by the time the throw got there, it even hit her in the back, but I believe she would have been safe anyway. 
Yeah, Jones with the speed. She does it again, laying down the bunt. So great job by her. Leading off the inning, she capitalizes with an infield bunt single. And now she is aboard at first with no outs here in the top of the fourth. Hallsville trying to add on to the lead. Mexico is right back in this game, down by two runs, six to four. And then that one's lined to the shortstop, bobbled. And they get her at second. So a bang-bang play. Great job by the shortstop. Seifert to throw it over to the second baseman. And Jones, and they're able to get Jones for Hallsville at second. As It was a bang-bang play as she slid in. Yeah, didn't get her by much. Jones is probably the only person on this roster that makes that a close play. But just in time to get the force. If that's a tag play, she would have been safe. But Mexico lucky to get an out there. So Crocker is over at first as they get Jones at second. So one runner aboard for Hallsville at first is Crocker with one out away here in the top of the fourth with Lucas up to bat now. And a good pitch by Exendine lays that one in for a strike. 1-1 one, one count to Lucas. She's dialing up pitch here here comes the pitch she throws that one that one's high and upstairs so ball two two one count here on Lucas with a runner at first in Crocker Exendine ball in hand here comes the pitch she lays that one down that one hit thrown to second to first and they get the double play so able to get Lucas to hit into a double play what a job there by Exendine the defense did the rest and Mexico gets out of the inning, not giving up any runs in the top of the fourth. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville up 6-4. to four. We'll be right back. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. And Mexico got out of the top of the fourth with a double play. What a play by their defense to get themselves out of that top of the fourth, not giving up any runs to Hallsville after Hallsville had scored six runs through the first three innings of work. And now as Mexico is due up here, Lear still pitching for the Indians. 
Indians still have a lead up 6-4 to four on the Bulldogs. Yeah, just hope Lear can have a bounce back inning after giving up the four all coming in the third inning. Look for her to try to get ahead in the counter early. And then the biggest key is can she have the put-away pitch? She's got so far, what, seven strikeouts? So she's had to dial it up, but most of those came in the first those first two innings. The third inning, she just couldn't really find it outside of that last batter where she struck her out to end the inning. Here comes the pitch by Lear here in the bottom of the fourth. Mexico looking to add on some more runs. They did it there in the bottom of the third against Lear, putting up four. And they are only down by two as they shut down Hallsville's offense in the top of the inning, putting up a zero on the scoreboard. In the top of the fourth, not giving up any runs. So Lear now 2-0 count here. And that one smacked up the middle. That's going to be a base hit. Gets by the second baseman. Great start for the Bulldogs. Yeah, not and the that was Lexi Willer. Not the start that Hallsville and most importantly Lear wanted to see. I'm sure they were hoping for a bounce back and hopefully a 1-2-3 inning. But now going to have to go to work with runners on once again. And top of the lineup, it's crucial that she gets these hitters out right here before we go back to the top. Great try by Ellie. They're trying to dive out and get that but wasn't able to so the runner advances to second as shy Exendine lays down a half swing hit there goes right back to Lear she's able to fire it over to the first baseman Martin they get the out at first but the runner advances to second and Willard yeah, you'll take that there, and although Willard does move into scoring position, still a two-run deficit for Mexico, and you get an out on the board, most importantly. So runner advances into scoring position. This one fouled back and back behind the fence on the Mexico home side. And so good pitch there by Lear as Mayfield fouls that one back. If we were playing with that hour 15 time limit that we had in the tournament two weeks ago, we'd be pushing right up against it right now, but don't have that today excuse me it is joe thomas who lays down the bunt and they get her at first so great job there by lear as thomas lays down the bunt but the runner for mexico is able to advance to third so they have a runner at third with two outs can they find a way to bring in the run to make it a one run game that yeah, was perfectly executed bunt defense with Lear coming off the mound, coming in, and then Alley, the second baseman, covering first to get out number two. So Willer is at third for Mexico. Let's see what Figure can do here. She really wants to drive in the runner at third and make this a run, one-run ball game. Here comes the pitch by Lear. 0-1 count on Maddie Fieger and great pitch by Lear strike two just one more strike needed for Lear she was in a similar situation last inning when I had a runner on third base and needed one more strike let's see if this time can be a different result because last inning went on to give up three more runs and can Lear get them out of this inning that one laced and that's going to get down to left field so a base hit by Maddie Fieger brings in another run for the Bulldogs and now it is six to five what a hit there by Fieger to drive in Willer. 
Well, the small ball comes around to help Mexico. The two bunts to move in the runner Willard from not only first but all the way to third actually come up crucial because that base hit to Austin in left field. If she hit second base, she probably doesn't score on that. But at third, that's an easy run now at 6-5. Abby Bellamy up here, and she fouls that one down the right field line, and that goes into the bullpen there over by the netting. Important here that we are just she's just got to get this out right here. Don't let that tying run move into scoring position with a, another base hit. So runner on first and figure for the Bulldogs. Ball upstairs to Bellamy. 1-1 one, one is the count. Lear trying to hold on to this lead for the Indians. She has given up five runs. She gave up four there in the bottom of the third, and she has now given up one here in the in the bottom of the fourth. All she needs is one more out to get them out of the inning in the Hallsville Indians and just keep the lead. So one ball, two strikes on Bellamy. Can Lear punch out Bellamy and keep the lead for the Indians going into the top of the fifth? Here comes the pitch by Lear. She fires that one in. That one's going to be a base hit to left field by Bellamy so Mexico still dealing and they are keeping it going with their bats they have capitalized ever since the start of the bottom of the third and they haven't looked back runners now first and second after the single by Bellamy that was a really nice piece of hitting there by Mel by Bellamy finds the hole in between third and short neither Crocker or Lucas really had a shot at it and that finds outfield grass and now two runners on. Go ahead, run on here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Lloyd up now. Runners on first and second for the Bulldogs. Strike is the call on that pitch by Lear. 0-1 count on Lloyd. Lear dialing up the pitch. Here comes the pitch. He fires that one in. That one's high and upstairs. That ball gets away from her. 1-1 one, one count now. I would expect another one in the zone if Lear has at least the command enough to do it because she has struggled these last two innings with command, but I don't think she wants to fall behind 2-1 with that tying run on second. 1-1 one, one count. Here comes the pitch with two outs, and good eye by Lloyd as that pitch is upstairs again and another ball thrown by Lear. Now 2-1 is the count on Lloyd. Difference between Mexico and the first two innings between the last two. First two innings, they're swinging at that pitch. The last two, they're taking. And this one fouled and back behind the fence. So 2-2 two, two count. Once again, just needing one more strike for Lira. We've said it these last couple innings. She's been in these two strike counts, but then Mexico just continues to foul pitches off, take close pitches. And more often than not, it's resulted in base hits these last two innings. That's why you see Lear, who had six strikeouts in the first two innings, has one in the last two. Count even, and then Lear smokes it by her. She strikes out Lloyd. So Hallsville able to get out. Of the inning, they do give up one run to Mexico. It is now 6-5 to five as we go to the top of the fifth here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. 
Attention Indians fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Hallsville by becoming a member of the Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Your gifts help provide all Hallsville athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Hallsville Athletic Boosters this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Hallsville Athletic Boosters or email them at HallsvilleAthleticBoosters at gmail.com. Let's go Indians! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Now top of the fifth. Hallsville still up 6-5, to five, but it's been all Mexico the last two innings. They have found a way to get themselves back in this game here at their home ballpark in Gallup Field. And their fans are loving the way they have been playing offensively and defensively, defensively these last two innings. Only down 6-5 to five now with Hallsville due up to start at the top of the fifth. Yeah, Exendine has settled in a little bit. I mean, honestly, not all six runs were really her fault. She had some errors that didn't go her way that potentially changed some things in those early innings. But last inning gets the ground ball double play and seemed to have locked in a little bit. Let's see if Lear can get things started and have Hallsville steal the momentum back. Exendine still pitching for the Bulldogs. And Lear is up here for the Indians. So Axendine steps back into the circle here. Here comes the pitch. Second pitch of this at bat against Lear, and she smokes it by her. So I think it is 0-1 if I'm not mistaken, or 0-2 if I'm not mistaken, Ben. Yeah, scoreboard says 0-1. That one misses low. So that one low down in the dirt. Let's see, I'm watching the umpire here. Yeah, we'll see what the umpire says here. The scoreboard person a little bit behind. Not trying to call them out or anything, but just trying to get this right. Couple good takes here in this at-bat by Lear. She looks at another one down low, skips away a little bit. She's being patient, and that's exactly what, what Hallsville needs right now. They, they, all the momentum on the Bulldogs' side. The last thing you want to do is have a quick inning here on offense to bring that offense for Hallsville or for Mexico, pardon me, back to play with a chance to tie the game. So it is actually three balls and one strike. That one lays to the shortstop. What a stop there by the shortstop. Seifert and fires it over to Epperson, the first baseman, and they get Lear to start off the top of the fifth. Yeah, she had a throwing error earlier, but that one was right on the money. Lear is retired. It's a well-hit ball. That's one of those where it's not a whole lot you can do about it. Put good yet on the softball, but just hits it right at a defender. Yeah, great stop there by the shortstop in Seifert, and she fired it over to the first baseman. That one laced into right field, and what a hit there by Blakemore. Blakemore gets the single here with one out in the top of the fifth. Great solid hit, and... Hallsville back in business. Yeah, that was a well-hit baseball. Finds outfield grass pretty easily. And like you said, hopefully that can be the start of something getting them back in business. Looks like they're going to run Addie Daly for Blakemore down at first base. Be interested to see if they try and put her in motion and get back in front by multiple runs. So here comes the pitch by X and Dime. She fires it in there, and that one lays to the shortstop. Great stop again there by the shortstop. Fires it over to first, and they're able to get Wilden Hain was the one retired. Wilden Hain, yes. Wilden Hain grounds out to the shortstop 
So well, Blakemore will advance, though, to second. Hallsville should be a little bit thankful because it was a slight bobble at short. Otherwise, that could potentially turn two. So it could have been turn two. This one popped up deep into right field. That one over the head of the right fielder. She's not able to see it in the sun. One run is going to score. And then Austin is able to go. All the way to third. Yeah, that ball was just hit so high in the air. Right fielder going all the way back and then just seemed to lose track of it at the last second. And that's absolutely huge. Scores the run all the way from first base. Halls will now back up by multiple runs. And that's, that could be huge, especially as we move closer to the end of this ballgame. Big hit, clutch hit right there by Austin. She already had a single coming into that plate appearance and then gives that one a drive. It's 200. She probably hit that one maybe 170, 180 and easily into third base. Yeah, what an RBI trouble there by Austin. Well needed for Hallswell as they add another run on the board. That one hit, and they're able to get her. So Mexico does give up the one run to Austin as it looked like for a sec. She was going to be flied out, but that ball gets away. She gets the RBI triple. Hallswell adds one more run here in the top of the fifth. They're up 7-5 to five as we go to the bottom of the fifth here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Hallsville adds a run onto their lead. They are now up 7-5 to five as we go to the bottom of the fifth after a RBI triple by Austin. A well-hit ball out to right field, and then the runner was able to score off that. So what a job by Austin there with two outs. RBI triple to score another run for the Indians. Now up 7-5 to five as we go to the bottom of the fifth with the Mexico Bulldogs due up, and we got a pitching change. So Lear had done pretty well through the first couple innings. She did give up. Five runs, though, in the last two innings of work. But now Wilden Hain is the pitcher for the Hallsville Indians in relief of Lear. Yeah, it looks like we're going to have Lear stay in the game and play first base as Wilden Hain moves to the mound. But assume that they're going to turn to her to try and get these final nine outs and give Hallsville this victory would be their eighth of the season. Lear had an up-and-down start. She was excellent through the first two innings and then much rockier, like you said, through the last. She does still finish with eight strikeouts, so nothing to hang your head about. And 
All you can ask for is turn her over to the bullpen with a lead, and she's going to give it to Wildenhain with one. So Wildenhain with the pitch, and she fires that one in low and inside. So that's going to be ball one on Kirsten Epperson, the first baseman who is leading off here in the bottom of the fifth for, for the Bulldogs. Here comes the pitch by Wildenhain, and great pitch, strike one. Middle of the order, do up the sending for Mexico. Epperson, Seifert, and Jones. And Wildenhain, all, all, best thing you can have right here is come right in and slam the door. Don't let the momentum keep up for Mexico. Good pitch by Wildenhain, but that one just outside. Good eye there by Epperson. So Epperson has a hitter's count here, 2-1 see what she can do for the Bulldogs here in the bottom of the fish. She laces this one. This gets over the head of the second baseman and Danica Alley and drops. And that is a base hit to right field. So great start for the Bulldogs. Epperson aboard. Yeah, that was a nice piece of hitting right there. And, and a 2-1 count. Epperson looking for something to hit. And didn't hit it all that hard, but easily able to drop down in front of the right fielder out there. I believe that's Calvert. And although she made it throw to first, tried to get a shot to beat her there, was a little too late. And now tying run once again comes to the plate for Mexico. They've made this real interesting these last couple innings. Yeah, Bulldogs in business here. They are down two. That pitch gets away. Wild pitch by Wildenhain. The catcher not able to get to it is Blakemore. That one goes back to the fence, and Epperson able to go from first to second. Yeah, just a little bit high and out of the zone. And all the catcher that back there for Hallsville Blakemore made a jumping stab at it, tips off her glove, and then more than enough time for Epperson to take second base. So here comes the pitch by Wildenhain to Seifert. Seifert swings and misses, so 1-1 one, one is the count on Seifert. Runner at second, That run tying run is at the plate. That runner out there looks a lot different now that it's a 7-5 ball game instead of 6-5, so that Austin RBI triple looking pretty big right now. 7-5, there's the pitch by Wildenhain, and that one's fouled, and that goes into the seats over here on the Hallsville side. Ben, do you think he could have reached over? I, I could have made it, maybe made a diving effort at it. I'm <laughs> interested to see. We don't know for sure if if they're planning to start that next game right at noon would mean that we have to get this thing wrapped up here in the next 20, 25 minutes. So who knows if if this is, could be the last chance for Mexico or not. We will see if this is the last inning of this game. I would guess we play at least the triangular. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that, Ben. We will see what they do here. Bottom of the fifth, though. 7-5 to five Hallsville here in the first game of this triangular. First, or fourth pitch of the at-bat by Wildenhain. Just missed. Just missed. Yeah, great eye there by Seifert. So runner at second. Seifert 2-2 two -two count. No outs here in the bottom of the fifth. That one hit by Seifert, and that one is fouled over on the right field line. Just foul. not the put-out pitch yet for Wildenhain. She's been ahead 1-2 for most of this at-bat to Cypher. Just hasn't been able to blow one by her yet. Would be huge with the runner on second. So Epperson still at second. And Cypher gets struck out by Wildenhain. Punches her out. Great pitch by Wildenhain. Yeah, that was great pick sequencing right there by Wildenhain because she came with the heat a couple times in a row and then seemed to took a lot off of that one. And I mean a lot off of that pitch. And way out in front with Seifert, she was way early. 
Yeah, great pitch by Weldon Hain. But that to strike out Seifert, but that first pitch there to Jones gets away and the runner able to advance. Now Epperson is at third with one out here in the bottom of the fifth. 1-0 count on Jones, the second baseman for the Bulldogs. Well, now you got to get a strikeout or a weak ground ball here to prevent the run. There's the pitch by Wilden Hain, that one ball upstairs. So Wilden Hain lost her command a little bit there on that pitch, a little high and upstairs for ball one. Ball two, excuse me. Now another miss. Now it should be a three ball, no strike count. So three balls, no strike is the count. Green light opportunity here for Kenley Jones. Here comes the pitch by Wildenhain. Great pitch. They've moved back to a little bit in a now a 3-1 count, but originally both at the first baseman and third baseman for Hallsville were in at the corners expecting an abunt opportunity with a runner on third. So 3-1 count. Here comes the pitch by Wildenhain. Back-to-back pitches. That one called strike. Smoked it right by. And three balls, two strikes now. Punch out here of Jones would be huge. Keep yeah, that runner smoked third. it right by Jones. Swing and miss. And then she smokes it by her again, and she punches her out. So back-to-back -back strikeouts. What a job by Wildenhain with a runner on third for the Bulldogs. Can the Indians get out of this bottom half of the fifth? Not giving up any runs. We will see. Yeah, that's huge right there. Here is Willer now for the Bulldogs. Epperson at third. Epperson led it off with a single. And just a great job by Wildenhain here. If she can get out of this bottom of the fifth, not giving up any runs after Epperson was aboard with a leadoff single. So here comes the pitch by Wildenhain. 1-2 count. Great pitch there by Wildenhain. Called strike on Willer. Just needs one more strike now. Wildenhain seems to have found the stuff a little bit and putting up a zero after back-to-back -back innings. Here comes the pitch and that one hit by Wheeler. But what a catch there by Wildenhain. Comes up underneath of it, makes the catch, and the Hallsville Indians get out of the inning, not giving up any runs. 7-5 to five as we go to the top of the fifth here on the or top of the sixth, excuse me, here on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need 
need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Here on the Show Me Sports Network, I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. 7 to 5, Hallsville up here at Gallup Field here in Mexico, Missouri, as we are into the top of the sixth inning. That one hit back up to the second baseman. Good stop there by Kenley Jones as she fires it over to the first baseman, Kirsten Epperson, for Mexico to get the one out. One out. Yeah, one pitch, one out. Calvert put a good swing on the ball, but it was right at that second baseman, Jones. And it's been a slight roller coaster. There's been a couple errors on the infield defense, but that one was made perfectly, and it was thrown over so quickly. Calvert barely had time to get two-thirds of the way up the line. And nice start to the inning. One pitch, one out for for Exendine. Yeah, great job by Exendine there, able to get Calvert to hit to the second baseman. Now we go back to the top of Christian Jones. Could we see a fourth straight player appearance with a bunt? Defense is certainly expecting that way in at the corner. So one out away here in the top of the six. This one hit back to Exingdine. And Martin grounds out to the pitcher. So back-to-back outs. Good start by the Mexico defense here in the top of the sixth. And I have just discovered that that is no longer Exingdine. So she was Exingdine, pardon me. She's out after five innings, gives up seven runs. Not all of them earned. And new pitcher into the ballgame, Ebony Mayfield. Ebony Mayfield is into the ballgame and has gotten two quick outs here in the top of the sixth. So Ebony Mayfield now the pitcher. Good work for her, especially coming in here, top of the sixth, the retiring the first two batters for Hallsville. This one fouled off by Jones. It would be nice at the very least here for after after Calvert is retired quickly and then Jones is retired quickly for Crocker to at least work the at-bat here. Otherwise, Wildenhain's going to be back out in the circle after a very quick break. Yes, yeah, so Crocker due up here and back-to-back pitches of the at-bat. That would have landed, right, landed right about where <laughs> you were planning on parking. That bounced... Right over a, a car right over there. So yeah. maybe with your big red truck, you <laughs> might have had some damage. Yeah, luckily I decided to move. That Danger wasn't where I was going to park, but that white car luckily missed the baseball as it bounced two feet in front of it. That one, though, base hit there by Crocker. So good two-out hit there by Crocker to keep this top of the sixth inning alive here for the Indians to try and do some damage and add on to their lead up 7-5. to five. That ball was ripped by Crocker in between third base and shortstop. She was all over that pitch. That one did not fool her and that one was on its way into the outfield in a hurry and now a base runner for Hallsville looking to add on up just two runs now with your one of your best hitters and Lucas coming to the plate. So Lucas up now. Good pitch there by Mayfield as the she gets the called strike on Lucas. So Crocker aboard with the base hit at first, and now Lucas is up here for the Indians here on the top of the six. That one's going to get down, and that's going to be in the gap. And there goes Crocker. She is round second, round third. She comes home to the plate, and Hallsville scores another run. So that gets into the gap in right center field. 
And what a job by Lucas, RBI double. Madison Lucas, one of the best hits of the day. There was no doubt where that baseball was headed off the bat. No shot for either one of the two outfielders out there for Mexico, whether it be the center fielder Thomas, the right fielder Figure. Neither of them are going to run that one down as it went to the wall in a couple hops. And Crocker, more than enough time to make her way all the way around for first base. Well done by Lucas, showing why she's the number three hitter. So deflating there. And there again is Lear. And Lear is able to bring it. And they get her. No. So the runner, Lucas, at second after she got the RBI double, she tried to come around third and come home. But able to apply the tag is Lloyd, the catcher, from the throw by the center fielder. What a job by Mexico. They do give up another run in the top of the sixth, but able to get Lucas out at home. What a bang-bang throw from the center fielder to the catcher there of Mexico to get them out of the inning, only giving up the one run. Eight to five, Hallsville, as we go to the bottom of the sixth here on the Show Me Sports Network. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hallsville capitalizes off another run there in the top of the sixth. And now they're up eight to five as Mexico is due up here in the bottom of the sixth. But what a job by center fielder Thomas for Mexico to throw it into Lloyd to get the runner Lucas at the plate yeah Hallsville, just exceptionally well done Hallsville could have had another run and then even more to follow potentially if Thomas doesn't fire a strike and although Lucas was moving pretty quickly from second to home the throw was just on the money not much you can do there tag was applied perfectly by Lloyd in a big out number three and now Wilden Hain back out to the circle for her second inning of work now been gifted a three-run lead just needs to get six more outs so Hallsville up 8-5 to five here in the bottom of the sixth. Wilden Hain back out there. Second inning, inning of work for the Hallsville Indians. Here comes the pitch by Wilden Hain, and she smokes it by. Monroe City has entered the ballpark. They're ready to get on this field and play. Game scheduled for 20 minutes, but I don't necessarily think that that's going to be the case when this actually starts. Hallsville just needs to secure this first game so victory. she smokes it by X and Dine, and then X and Dine there on the second pitch. Of this at bat by Woldenhain. Ball, a good eye by her. 1 1 is the count. So here comes the pitch by Woldenhain, and she fires that one in and fouled off by Exendon. So 1 2 is the count. Pitcher favored count here for Woldenhain. One ball, two strikes. Trying to get. Shy Exendine, the leadoff hitter for the Bulldogs here in the bottom of the six. Can the Bulldogs find a way to rally here and put three runs up on the board, maybe even four, to take the lead? Hallsville's had the lead all game. This is time for the Bulldogs to shine. And that one fouled back by Exendine. 
So 2-2, two, two, count even here for Wildenhain, the pitcher for the Indians. She steps back into the circle. Here comes the pitch. Ball in hand. There's the pitch, and she fires it by her. What a missile of a pitch, and strikes her out. Yeah, that was, that was great work there by Wildenhain to get that. This next inning underway, she's been effective in relief so far and gets to the pitch by Exendine right there in a two-strike count. That's the pitch that Lear had working early on for the strikeout. Mexico then started laying off. Wildenhain goes back to it and gets it for out number one. So Exendine goes down on strikes to start off this bottom of the sixth. Good start for Hallsville. Wildenhain fires in another missile. Strike one to Ebony Mayfield. And a foul ball, so that one was fouled down the line. The right fielder making an attempt at it was Calvert. Almost came up with a catch, but not able to get to it in time. Foul ball, so 0-2 count. Yeah, that almost was out number two as Calvert crossed over into foul territory, but it was just out of her reach. Now Wildenhain looking for strike three. So actually up to bat right now is Thomas. So 0-2 count on her. And the pitch was fired in, and a lot of fans look like a bunch of the Hallsville fans. Very energetic. They thought that was called strike three, but no. This one hit to the shortstop. What a play there by Crocker to fire it over to Martin for the out. So two outs recorded here in the bottom of the sixth. Good work by this Hallsville defense. Yeah, that was nicely done by Crocker. Had to range to her right a little bit, but then once she came up with that baseball, that throw could have not been perfectly delivered to Lear's glove any better. She was standing on the bag at first base. Didn't even have to move, and it was in time to get the runner for out number two. So Thomas grounds out to the shortstop Crocker. Two outs aboard here in the bottom of the sixth. Mexico trying to find a way to stay in this game. They need some runs here in the bottom of the sixth with Maddie Fieger up here, and she fouls that one all the way over here by us. And that one actually hit the, I think, roof of the press box over on the left side, not over by us. Ben Schmidt was not attempting to catch it that time. 0-2 pitch just misses high, and this at-bat will continue. Yeah, I, I would love at some point. We got the windows open. I would love to have a shot at it. This is probably the best shot we've got at any game this season. For sure. Couldn't ask for a better viewing section for ourselves up here in the press box. Good eye by Fieger. 2-2 two -two count. Even count here with two outs in the bottom of the six. Hallswell is up 8-5. to five. Let's see what she can do here. Here comes the pitch by Wildenhain. This one skied up way up into the sky. And what a job by the shortstop Crocker. Able to call it. Makes a great play. Gets underneath of it. Hallsville gets out of the inning. And they don't give up any runs. Eight to five as we go to the top of the seventh here on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. 
www.avoncreative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Top of the seventh, Hallsville does a great job getting out of the inning, not giving up any runs by the pitching of Wilden Hain. It is 8-5 Hallsville here in the top of the seventh. Let's see if Hallsville can add some more runs and make it hard for Mexico. They're still in this game down by three, but if Hallsville puts up more runs, it might be hard for the Bulldogs to make a charge and come back and have a chance at winning this game. Yeah, a couple runs here, top of the seventh inning. Could not hurt. Three is already a decent amount, but could never hurt, and hopefully Blakemore can get it started. So Ebony Mayfield, the pitcher, her second inning of work here for the Bulldogs. Mayfield was not the most effective her first inning of work. Was not bad, gave up the run. Could have given up more if not for a great play by her center fielder. Blakemore up here, the leadoff hitter for the Indians to start this top of the seventh. Three balls, one strike, so a green light opportunity here for Blakemore. And Blakemore hits that one. That one skied up down the left field line. Left fielder able to get underneath of it. Great job there by her, and that is Lexi Willer. Great catch. Able to record the first out of the inning. So a missed opportunity there by Blakemore with a green light. And Mexico smothered that green light opportunity. Yeah, you can't blame her right there for swinging. She got a good pitch hit. Just got underneath it. And we had plenty of time to run in and make that catch. So there comes the pitch by Ebony Mayfield. And good pitch as she smokes it by Wilden Hain. So 0-1 count now on Wilden Hain. Here comes the second pitch of this at bat. And good pitch, but a little high and upstairs. Just missed the zone. So 1-1 is the count on Wilden Hain. And pitch down in the dirt there. Now 2-1. Mayfield seemed like she kind of lost her command there. And tried to get Wilden Hain to chase, but she did not. So 2-1 is the count on Wilden Hain. Wilden Hain laces this one, goes off the pitcher's glove. But great job by this shortstop again. And that's Carly Seifert with the throw over to the first baseman, Kirsten Epperson, for the out. Two outs recorded now here in the top of the seventh for the Bulldogs. Yeah, Seifert, good work there, backing up her pitcher. One went off the glove of Mayfield and then delivered a strong throw over to first. Two up, two down, nice start to this inning. Looking to keep this just a three-run deficit. Very manageable for the Bulldogs if they were to keep it this way, going to the bottom of the seventh. Yes, very manageable. This one lays out one, blasted, but foul down the right field line and just over... The netting of the bullpen. Yeah, that had home Ooh. run distance, but she was out in front, so it went foul. That was 
some of the furthest contact we've seen all day. Christian Jones, actually, you know, this is Austin. Yeah, lookout cars over there on the right field line in foul territory. This one popped up, third baseman able to catch that in foul territory. What a job there by the third baseman, Abby Bellamy. So Mexico gets out of the top of the seventh, not giving up any runs. We will go to the bottom of the seventh, Hallsville up eight to five with Mexico due up here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions the following public service announcement is brought to you by the eddie goodell society jefferson city chapter 10 doing little things to make a big difference want to make a big difference in your community be kind to others drive safely and put litter in its proper place Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Welcome back here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Justin Kraft alongside Ben Schmidt. Hallsville up 8-5 to five as we go to the bottom of the seventh, trying to close this first game out of this triangular here in Mexico, Missouri against the Mexico Bulldogs. And Wilden Hain pitching now her third inning of work coming in relief of Lear. Let's see if she can punch out the Bulldogs and send them back to the doghouse. And she smokes that one by... Number one, Abby Bellamy, the third baseman. So great pitch by Wilden Hain. 1-1 is the count here in this at bat. There's the pitch there, and that one low and in the dirt. Uh, skipped right in front of home plate. So 2-1 the count now on Bellamy. Big here that Wilden Hain doesn't even let Mexico sense a comeback start. Just go 3-0, three 3-down, three obviously easier said than done, but... 2-1, here comes the pitch, fourth pitch of the at-bat, smokes it right by her, and Bellamy not able to connect. She swings and misses there, 2-2, count even for Wildenhain. Mexico. Two shots, she takes a little off this one here and tries to get Bellamy out in front. We will see what Wildenhain has dialed up here. Wildenhain strikes her out. She did not take anything off there, that's for sure. She went high heat upstairs, and Bellamy tried to go up and get it, and she came up empty. And Bellamy, who's had a couple nice at-bats so far today, had drove in an RBI in one of her last plate appearances, went chasing there. That would have been ball three, but big out number one now. Yes, big strikeout there for the Indians. One out now here in the bottom of the seventh. Two outs away from a Hallsville win. And Wilden Hain is doing all she can. She has done a great job in relief. And now up to bat is Hannah Lloyd, the catcher for the Bulldogs, to try and help them 
rally here in the bottom of the seventh. Time for the Mexico Bulldogs fans to turn their caps and put on the rally caps because they need it right now. They gotta find a way here in the bottom of the seventh if they want a shot. Wildenhain smokes that pitch by Lloyd and now a one two count one ball two strikes here on Lloyd one two count we'll see if Wildenhain can get back to back punch outs to start the seventh expecting nothing but heat again here comes the heat Wildenhain that time that one skips in good eye by Lloyd as that one was down in the dirt didn't chase it two two count even I actually think she took a little off that pitch tried to get it to bite out of the zone I guess that was some sort of change up slide or something like that so here comes the pitch by Wildenhain, and she smokes it by Lloyd. So she might have taken a little bit of heat off of that last pitch, but that pitch, all heat, smokes it by Lloyd. And back-to-back -back strikeouts here in the bottom of the seventh for the Indians. One out away from taking home this first game of the triangular. Yeah, this has just been excellent pitching and relief by Wildenhain. Came in in a one-run game, had to hold a small lead. Now it's a three-run lead, 8-5, to five, but she has given Mexico no signs of life. So two outs recorded here in the bottom of the seventh. Mexico got to find a way to stay alive. 8-5, to five, Hallsville, bottom of the seventh, two outs, 1-0 count on Kirsten Epperson. Going to be all up to her to keep this rally, or at least start the rally for Mexico. Has shown bunt twice. That one called a strike, so nice work there by Wildenhain. But interested to see. I don't think Mexico totally, excuse me, I don't think Hallsville totally believes that she's going to bunt because Lucas at third and Lear at first really aren't playing in all that much. Great pitch by Wildenhain. Count even 1 1. And again, strike last pitch, strike again. What a sequence of pitches by Wildenhain. 1 2 count. All she needs is one more to give Hallsville the win here in this first game of this triangular. Here comes the pitch by Wildenhain. And she smokes it by her. So three up, three down. And Hallsville takes game one of this triangular. What a win for the Hallsville Indians. Now they go to eight and two. Mexico falls to six and seven. Great win to start off the day here in Mexico, Missouri for the Hallsville Indians. They win eight to five is your final score. Yeah, the big story of this one was just the six runs in the first three innings for Hallsville were just too much for Mexico to overcome. And although things got her a little shaky there for Abby Lear, the starting pitcher for the Lady Indians, she still did finish with eight Ks, which is pretty sweet considering she went just four innings. And then Wildenhain and Relief looking pretty dominant as usual. So the pitching of Lear and Wildenhain combines to go with the seven innings, giving up five runs. The offense uh, was pretty resilient all throughout the game. Even after six runs in the first three innings, they could have pretty easily lied down but put together good at-bats in the middle to late innings to salt this game away. Big RBI triple by Austin a couple innings ago. Lucas had an RBI double to score Crocker all the ways from first. And both of those hits were coming with two outs too. So clutch hitting and it carries Hallsville to a game one victory. And now we'll take a quick break and come right back from the play Monroe City here in about 20-30 minutes. We will do just that. Great win for the Hallsville Indians. Winning 8-5 to five here in this first game of the Triangular here in Mexico, Missouri here at Gallup field don't want to miss out in game two when ben, and Sh ben schmidt and myself will be calling the hallsville indians game probably will be playing around 12 15 12 20 against Mar monroe city 
don't miss anything later this morning at around 12.15, 12.20 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thank you for listening. Hallsville gets the first win of this triangular and advances to 8-2. to two. Great win. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Hallsville Lady Indian Softball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Lady Indians Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Lady Indians the best. Exclusive coverage of Hallsville Lady Indian Softball has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Hallsville Athletic Boosters. Last Sentinel Firearms. Retrieving Freedom. Sawdust Studios. And Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Lady Indians Radio Network, your exclusive home for Hallsville Lady Indian softball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.